you so much for joining us once again on Growing Up on Death Row at 17. I'm your co-host, David Johnson, along with my co-host, Brian Settings. Brian, good evening. How are you doing on this last day of July 2023? How are you doing tonight, brother? I'm good, but I'm thinking good about that is everybody get SSI checks tomorrow. So I guess that's going to be the happiest <laughs> thing for everybody. Everybody can have a little money in their pocket for a day yeah, anyway. Man. Yeah, yeah, everybody have a little money. That's going to make them happy. Before we get into it uh, too deeply, what's been the feedback uh, of our last podcast? Our children are on their own. Any feedback, any takeaways, anything that someone has come up to you and said, I appreciate you bringing that up or thanks for talking about that topic. And you can even talk about any of the topics that we've touched on that people have come up to you and said, man, I appreciate you bringing that out. Well, it's, it's a whole lot, David, man, that I ain't had a chance to sit down and talk with you with. But uh, but as far as anything coming out, yeah, a whole lot came out. I mean, so much stuff came out that I didn't even want to hear about. But uh, I was also pinpointed as, uh, how can you say, a shit starter in some type of way. You hear me? And what I mean by that is noticing that a few females that was mothers uh, came to the job site I worked on that actually subscribed to the podcast. And they actually keep up with all the podcasts and things of this nature. And the, and the topic about the little girls, man, and how they was left to me, they were deserted. You know what I'm saying? And Abandoned. left to be on their own. Huh? Abandoned, yeah. They Abandoned, were. Abandoned, yeah. I'm talking about to be left on their own since the age of 12, 11, and 13, and they run in the streets as though they're adults. And as I explained to one of the mothers, man, that actually came to the store that I worked at and, and actually accused me of somewhat belittling her. But at the same time, like I told her when I had the conversation, what I was told at that time from them kids and them girls or her daughter, which one she never pinpointed, but I knew which one was her daughter, was the fact that she never held her mother accountable for anything. Her mother never held herself accountable for anything. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I was pointing out, like I told her, David, with that growing up on death row at 17, man, we try to point out anything that's negative about a community, man, that can be better. Any household that's going through anything that they feel as though conversation, therapy, or just pointing out the situation to where other people can give some type of advice to better their situation. Some people took that as a threat, man, and they took it as though I was in their family life and I wasn't invited. That's correct. But I was invited into the little girl life. You know what I'm saying? And they brought that to your doorstep. They brought it to me. But I never addressed anything that the mother did, anything that the father did. Only thing I addressed was how do you feel at night when you sleep and you close your eyes and your 12-year-old daughter not with you? How do you feel? Two or three o'clock in the morning, you waking up just because you safe and secure in your home with your boyfriend and all this shit here. How do you feel not knowing that your kids is not with you? How do you feel you wake up in the morning time and there's a knock on your door and it's homicide? Now, one of your little girls was a victim of some type of crime. It ain't even got to be murder, just some type of crime. Mm-hmm. And you knew you had the authority to have that child in the house. You had the authority to be that child parent. That child didn't ask to be here. Women's are strong just to get up and do everything at eight or nine months pregnant, man. They still hold down jobs 
carrying laundry bags, groceries. And that's what I was trying to point out to her. How are you going to give all this up after all the suffering, making sure that child is fed, making sure that child had clothes, making sure that child had a roof over, the head, uh, over her head. And you mean to tell me just because a man that you live with or that you love feel as though that child don't comply with his characteristics of a child to where that child got to be abandoned? When a woman loves a guy and she loves him to the point to where she'll cross her kids out and throw them out there to the people who don't have no mercy in them, man, that's a dirty-ass mama because she in love with whatever he fulfilling her with. He probably fulfilling her with the love, the support, just uh, being there with her every day, waking up next to him. Some women just don't like to be alone. But since when women start sacrificing their children, and here go the bad part about it. Men went through a lot of things back in the 70s and 80s and 90s to where they even came out with songs, thank for my child and all this stuff here because they were saying fathers wasn't being fathers. His father was just having babies and burning out. And the mother actually carried the load for centuries. I give women a lot of respect, man, because mothers actually carried the load of these kids for, for years, man. Even when fathers was in the home, I know mothers that worked three or four jobs, never had a chance to even see their kids. But they made sure their kids had money. They made sure their kids had clothes on their back. They made sure their kids had uh, food to eat. They made sure these kids had everything to live by in a manner to where society won't judge them or look up on them as though they've been abandoned or they left to raise themselves. Now, the mothers is abandoning the kids. So now we got a problem. Now we got kids running around here like packs of street dogs up and down the street, three o'clock at night, running back and forth across the street. One almost got hit last night in my neighborhood by a car. Around about one o'clock. I'm watching my security camera. I got free dark at that time if I don't have no weapon. I'm talking about they just thinking smart. But these kids and don't even have nothing no good that can happen, yeah. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. these kids don't have no free. It's almost though they don't care if they live or they die. They really don't care if you respect them or if you don't. It's all about what I can get and what I can gain. And if you ain't willing to give it and they can't gain from it, you're a piece of shit in their eyes. And they tell that to their mom and their daddy. So where do we go from here? We're in a bad place. We're and in a they're bad in it, place. And, they, and they're in it, an, an even worse place just because we're depending on them to be the backbone of society. But their morals are totally different than how we were raised. Totally different. Absolutely correct. You're right. Because what people don't know is these same kids, they looking at, laughing at, walking up and down the street with guns in their hand because they got an open carry law. This stuff can turn real bad out here in society, man. And kids are our future. If we don't teach them, man, and we don't have them in a position to where they can develop mentally, man. Now, it's way smarter than they were, we were when we was in school. We had to read books. We had to carry book loads. These kids now are computer genius. I mean... They can go set a cell phone up. They can do Ponzi schemes with this crap. They know everything it is about a computer and how to go forward in life at an age. We didn't know nothing about none of this, man. But they, don't have, street, but they don't have street smarts. They don't have common sense, though. Right. That's right. the difference. There it is. There That's it is. the difference. They don't have just common sense to think for themselves 
a lot of them are led by somebody else. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're more followers. They're less leaders than what we had growing up. And I'm not trying to make it seem like when we were growing up, it was just so great and we were the best. But all I'm saying is if you just talk to a child and ask them, when's the last time you read a book? They, like you said, they get everything off the internet and it's microwave. It's just real quick, fast, and in a hurry. Nobody's mm-hmm. got time to read a book. Nobody's mm-hmm. got time to sit down and write a letter. I got to get my feelings out in a text message and that's it. You know what I'm saying? And it's, it's, it's very sad, the state that we're in. And I still think back to those little girls that came to your store and one of them ended up being, you know, did, did they, do we know if they caught the person? Who killed that little I don't girl. know, David. I lost interest after I saw everything and I, after I talked to a family member. I lost interest in it, man. And the reason why I lost interest in it because it was too late. She was already gone. You know what right. I'm saying? And uh, I cried about her a lot, man. She was already gone. And I feel the more I would have dug deep off into it, the angrier I would have got. And ain't no telling, man, how I would have responded because I, no matter what nobody say about me, because a lot of people don't even know me. And I don't even give a fuck. But the thing of it is, I respect old people, man. I respect kids. I love kids. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even when I'm out somewhere, I see a child cry about something. I buy it for them. I give it to them. For the simple fact, the mother, oh, you got it at home. We don't have a little kid turn around, man. We ain't got nothing at home. Those are things that mothers do out in public. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because they feel like they're embarrassed that they can't afford it. But here go the thing of it is, I, 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 even if they tell me that, I still buy it for the child because the child eyes ain't going to tell me no lie. You know what I'm saying? And I still buy it for the child. But then after doing all this studying, man, and dealing with the situation with the little girl that was found dead, man, my thing is I learned one thing. And I remember, I think two days or three days when I was talking to her before the incident happened, I asked, I said, man, why are you always on your phone? And she said, Google. She said, you want to do anything in the world, just Google. She said, Google is our daddy because we can find out anything we want to do. Don't think that's some bullshit. It is. She said Google was her dad. And yeah. you know what? And it's a true statement because Google is raising all these kids around here right now. It's not the mother and it's not the father. It's Google. And TV. And TV. They Google how to cook crap. They Google how to sell weed. They Google... How to break in cars. And they show you how to break in cars. You right. Google anything and they show you how to do it step by step. So what the fuck a parent going to be able to tell a child when Google is doing it all for them? And Google going to tell them everything they want to hear. If I tell them they Google something, I tell them it's something different, they go Google it. This is the internet period. Yeah, it, but you Google right, is just a platform to get to it, but there's other Safari if you use Apple products. You know what I'm saying? It's just one of the the many that people use it's to search the, the internet. At the end of the day, right. it's the internet that that's that's the poison. But I'm just I saying, I don't, I don't, I don't want Google mad at us. Oh no, because no. <laughs> Google, 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 Google carries our podcast. <laughs> I'm not saying nothing bad about. No, Google, I, right? I know what you're saying. I'm just what messing I'm with you. Is, is, <laughs> yeah, Google do got our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Who was? What happened to our show? Hey, no, man. But look, and you always come up with some slick like that. But growing up, when I was growing up and you was growing up, we didn't have Google. We had parents that answered our questions. Yep. We had parents, school teachers, encyclopedias, the library. Yeah. Right. Take your ass to the library and find out. But now, 
My parents didn't have to worry about me if I called and asked my mama a question when I was 13 in 1986. Oh, how a girl get pregnant? She will. I, I come back and tell you about the birds and the bees. That's all. We don't even know what the birds and the bees is. They'll come back and explain it to you when you get older. But now when a kid want to know, they, they just Google. Right. What is the landing strip between a woman's leg? And they show, they show a coochie with a landing. This is what I mean by Google is they fathers. No, no, I agree. I know exactly what but you're saying. But it's, it's, I love Google, man. It's, don't, it's don't the inter show, internet man. and that access to the internet is what is really where it is. Right. And you ain't finna outsmart no internet or no Google or no type of computer because these things are already laced to give you the definition of everything. Mm -hmm. And the thing over the other day, I have so much fun talking to kids, man, and dealing with them because you can learn so much from them. I mean, they taught me a lot just by conversation. These kids giving answers to questions for kids that 10 can't even give an answer to. <laughs> right. Right. And the emotions and how they feel about it, too. They can break it all down to you. So these kids that have been abandoned, man, they are very advanced. And I can't say they speak smart. I can't say that. Mm -mm. But what I can say is that they understand society and they understand how society is today. And these kids accept this as a way of living. I didn't walk by. I came to see you today. When I drove off and I went over to my partner's house, that dude was in prison with me. And his sister was out there on the front porch. True story. He come out. His grandmama come out smoking. I looked at her. She had to be like 64. Nice looking lady. Wasn't bad. You hear me? Mm -hmm. I said, man, what are you? I said, man, I don't mess with that stuff, man. Come out some damn weed. I said, I, ain't, I don't mess with none of that. And I said, grandma, what's up? They passed me, hit that. Man, and, blah, blah. and she passed it to him like it wasn't nothing. Now, let us try that back in the 80s and smoke a cigarette or something for our grandmother and whatnot. Man, I live with the shit smacked out of you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. There you is wouldn't, no you, wouldn't even, you wouldn't even think about going up to grandma and asking to do that. Right. I'm just saying there is no limitation no more. And that society didn't accept the rules and things, man, to where they was never, ever accepted or respected 20, 30 years ago. And that's where I go back to the morals and... and the integrity that people don't have that they used to. Who who would go up to grandma and ask to get a hit of that? Yeah. If you had a little drink in your anyway. cup, hey, grandma, want a sip? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Get a little sip of this, grandma. Yeah. Grandma mm -hmm. thugging it out with, with grandkids. And the thing of it is, there is no role models or nothing like that in the family structures anymore. My God, man, I thought I had it bad back in the 80s, but, but I had really had it good because we had to be in the house when the streetlights came on. Wasn't no disrespecting your mama. Wasn't no disrespecting your aunties. These type of morals and principles are gone out the window, man. And society by itself, for real, is a bunch of caged, rage people, man. That's all it is. What I mean by caged, rage is that they hold so much disappointment in, so much letdown that they didn't picked up over the years, man. Mothers that picked this stuff over the years, they have. That's why I call it cage rage because they hold. Holds it in, man. And when they finally explode, that's how the dynamics of a family separate. There is no structure, man. There is no structure at all. Mm -mm. There is no head of the household. There is nobody to hold families together no more. There is nobody to tell your child, hey, man, you wrong. You can't do that. You tell them that, turn around, nigga, shoot you in the back. This stuff is so messed up, man, to where I'm forced to look at this every day and I'm forced to make a judgment.
Either I'm going to say something or walk away. Nine times out of ten, I walk away. Because you never you know. It. But it's a hurtful feeling walking away, seeing a child abandoned like that, man. And, and, and the thing of it is, <laughs> it hurts me because I know I can help them. But at the same time, I really can't. Because you never know what type of people they are. You never know what's going to come out of them. And to be honestly truthful with you, I can't afford it, man. You know, the only thing I can do is sit back and help those who won't help, help those that come seeking help. Right. I'm not going out there trying to look for it. It's too dangerous. And I'd rather just go on about my business, man. Getting, get, yeah, getting, but, rope, getting roped into something. That's all I mean. Right. But how can you turn a person with a heart? A person that respect boundaries, a person that respect loyalty, a person that respect life, a person that cherish friendship, a person that charge, you know what I'm saying? Everything that's good within a person. I don't look for nothing bad in them. And see, that's my problem. I care too much. You know what I'm saying? And that that can be that can be a big downfall. So yeah, you're right. I had to tighten up on that, but at the same time, I couldn't just walk out of my house, David. And I'm gonna be honest with you. And see somebody assaulting a 17 or 15 year old girl, a grown man taking advantage of. Yeah, I'm gonna get involved. In that. Oh no, I, I didn't mean like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. But these are the things we gotta, these are the things that happens on a daily basis, Dave. So everything is just a a play by play every day. Cause it's not, it's, it's not, it's it's not recommended that tomorrow will be a better day for me or that person. I make my days better. I make myself stay to myself. I make myself not get involved in things. I got control over myself. That don't mean everybody else got the same thing. True. The reason I got it because I laid in a damn coffin for 31 years for a crime I didn't commit from 16 all the way up to 48 years old. And the reason I have control of myself because I lost control so many times to where I was forced Something in me just forced me to control myself. You know what I'm saying? And you locked in the room, try to commit suicide a couple of times. When you get to that type of stage in life to where you actually feel as though, oh, man, I can't keep doing it. They lock you in the closet down for three years straight, David. Ain't nobody going to be too sane after that. You know what right. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I lost it, came back, lost it again. But I feel it was my pain. It could have been my pain, my tears. Uh, my letdown that actually closed the gate of hell and gave me my kingdom power. What I mean by kingdom power gave me that closed the gates of hell and God stepped into my life. You know what I'm saying? And and, and took hold of me, man. That's what basically carried me all the way. That's what basically carried me right now to this day. And that's why a lot of people really don't understand me. And a lot of people talk about me being having a bad, real disrespectful or something. No, I ain't going to say it to my face and the things of this nature. But the reason they do it because I know the real meaning of life, and they don't. And that's the only reason they can do it. Because I walk past clubs. I don't go in clubs. That, that's not part of living. Any little thing, you step on person too, shoot, and he shoots your kid. So I walk past clubs. I don't go nowhere. I don't go I don't go out nowhere. I don't go to no parties. I don't do none of that. I gave all that up as soon as I was stepped out the gate. Only way you have some problem with me because I'm knocking on my door. Right. And I'm going to hit you with everything but the kitchen sink. And the reason I ain't going to hit you with the kitchen sink, I got to clean all that shit up. <laughs> what police get that? What's what you're saying? You need well, some place for everything to flow. <laughs> right. I got to get all this shit off the floor. You know what I'm saying? Because what I'm saying this here, David, is that 
What I mean by work my king to power, what I mean is this here. When God take control of your life and divinely guide you, a lot of people will hate you, man, disrespect you and all type of stuff. It ain't the fact that you did nothing or I did anything to anybody. They can see the glow. You see what I'm saying? They can see that I got control of my own life. I don't need you for nothing. You see where I'm at? I don't have spending habits. I don't have nothing of that nature. And I know the true meaning of life. And that's the reason why I started growing up on death row at 17, so we could speak to people that was assaulted. They, we could speak to people that felt like they want to commit suicide. We could speak to people that feel as though their parents turned to get some game. Man, with people in prison, we did interviews with people in prison, organizations. We not, I didn't went text in front of the Senate. You know what I'm saying? We didn't did a whole lot of things that's positive within this almost year that we've been out. But yeah, the reason keep why keep on we're doing still, it. We're gonna keep going, David. We're gonna we keep, keep going. Keep on doing that's it. Right. Yeah, I ain't gonna stop. I ain't gonna stop. And I got it's it's a lot more coming. And the thing over there, Dave, I do want to say thank you for holding strong for all those years, man, to where you stay grounded and then say, man, fuck it, man. We ain't blah blah blah. No, nah, because we're going to hit our time when we hit our time. It's going to be our time. Until then, we can't do nothing to continue to push forward, man. And we're going to always support any organization that's doing the right thing. We ain't going to let nobody use us for nothing. We're going to support those who need support. We're going to support those that feel, we feel as though was unjustly put in prison. We're going to support those that lost loved ones, that was unjustly lost because can't nobody compensate you for anything for they did to your parents or your mother or your kids. Or anything that gave you that heart, that, that 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 pain in your heart, or gave you that depressed feeling as though that you emptiness. see this. Yeah, mm. they give. You know, we try to feel it. You know what I'm saying? Because the reason I say it, and I'm gonna say it again, David, is that when I was locked in that box for 31 years, I I've lived through all my disappointments, all my pain. I seen all my partners OD and died in prison. Some was killed, stabbed to death. Some was shot with mace and has asthma attacks. And things this nature. So when you live with all this disappointment and then end up getting out of prison when I was supposed to die in prison and end up getting out of prison, you cherish life, man. But I always were. I'll never be able, ever be able to get rid of the pain of watching these people, man. That's why this shit is on my face. These 372 months, the life sentence, the over the teardrop do not mean murder. For those who want to know what these teardrops mean, these teardrops are for every 10 years you've been in prison. Even though I got four of them, I only been in prison 31 years. The other one was a small one. They just made it bigger for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's what these teardrops mean every 10 years you was in prison. It do not mean homicide or murder or I killed anybody. So please do not mix me up with no murder shit. You know?